What is up everyone? It's Quinn here and in this video I'm going to be going through my week 17 wide receiver start sits. I'm assuming you guys have made your fantasy football championships so congratulations on that. Hopefully these videos throughout the week help you guys bring home the money. So I'm uh, going to be going through my start sits at every position here today on Tuesday. Then I'll be going through my positional rankings on Wednesday and Thursday, just like I've been doing over the past couple of weeks. Um, if you guys are new to the start sit videos, going to be going through every single week 17 matchup, talking about every single fantasy relevant wide receiver, and then list them as either a start, fringe option, or a sit. The starts are going to be the wide receivers I would trust as my wide receiver one or my wide receiver two. The fringe options, more of your wide receiver three flex plays, and then sits are going to be the wide receivers I'd prefer to keep on my bench. Any fantasy questions, drop them down below. If you enjoyed the video, just do me a huge favor and hit that like button. But let's dive into the Thursday night matchup where we have the Jets taking on the Browns. And I feel like this is just like a clear one-man show on both sides at the wide receiver position. So starting off with the Jets, I think you fire up Garrett Wilson as a solid start. I do think he's a better option if uh, Zach Wilson is healthy, but I think he's playable either way as like a back-end wide receiver too. For the Browns, I mean, Amara Cooper here, just a monster game in week 16. Probably like single-handedly could have won you your week if you started him. It had kind of felt like this type of boom game had been building for Cooper ever since Flacco had taken over. Definitely wasn't expecting this type of like nuclear performance, but Flacco has definitely been a huge positive for Cooper and this Browns offense in general. Uh, he has 11 receptions for 265 yards and two touchdowns. Even in a tough matchup here against this Jets secondary, I just don't think you can sit a guy after he goes for 250 plus yards. Like I think you have to play him as a uh, wide receiver two here in your championship matchup. Then pivoting over to the Lions-Cowboys game, I think this is another matchup where we're just looking at these teams, you know, alpha wide receiver ones. For the Lions, it's Amon Ross St. Brown. He's just consistently delivered very strong wide receiver one production week after week. Not a great matchup here against the Cowboys, but I mean, you're firing up Amon Ra no matter what team he's going up against. And then for the Cowboys, pretty much same thing here. C.D. Lamb, very impressive season, you know, locked in high-end wide receiver one. Very strong start here going up against the Lions. And then I'll be sitting uh, J-Mo and Brandon Cooks as those teams uh, wide receiver twos. Looking at the Dolphins-Ravens matchup here. For the Dolphins, it does seem like Jalen Waddle's going to miss some time. So I wouldn't expect him back here in uh, week 17. Tyreek Hill locked in high-end wide receiver one. And then for the Ravens, we had Zay Flowers really just come up with a kind of a bum game in uh, week 15. Didn't panic. Believe I listed him as a start once again heading into week 16, and he delivers. Um, he's been very impressive over the second half of the season with no Mark Andrews. He's really stepped up, been a very strong piece of this offense. Not going to fade off him here against the Dolphins. I think he's a nice wide receiver too in this matchup, so he is going to be a start for me. Then looking at a divisional matchup between the Patriots and the Bills, for the Patriots, I'm going to have Demario Douglas as a fringe option. Um, over the past five games that he's played in, he scored double-digit PPR points in four of them, and that's without a ton of touchdown luck. And the one bad game he had was after he missed two straight with a concussion. So I think he's a fine flex option here against the Bills. Uh, going to be sitting Devonta Parker. And then for the Bills, I'm still going to have Stephon Diggs as a start. I definitely think there's some cause for concern at this point. I mean, over the past six games, Diggs has only hit double-digit PPR points once. You know, he had a few bad games in a row, wasn't super concerned. At this point, it is a little bit of a stretch here with him struggling. I mean, five out of six games, not hitting 10 PPR points, not great. 
He's 30 years old, and so it's definitely possible that this just isn't some like unlucky fluke, and he is starting to fall off at that age. It's definitely possible. However, even if he is slipping, I still think he's playable. He'll probably be more of like a wide receiver too at this point in my uh, weekly rankings, but the volume has still been there. He's being targeted. He has eight or more targets in four of his last five games. I would still bet on him to come through. If you're able to draft him and still make it to the fantasy championship game, I would still go back to the well with him, but I obviously wouldn't blame you if you uh, you know found a different option at this point. Um, in the next one, we're going to have the Falcons taking on the Bears. For the Falcons, we have Drake London kind of just barely hanging on as a fringe option. I feel like I say it every week. It's not a talent issue. It's not a Drake London issue. It's just the offense he's a part of. And then also this Bears defense has just been very solid uh, since the trade deadline. On the other side for the Bears, we have DJ Moore dealing with an ankle injury. Um, suffered that pretty early on in the week 16 game. Was kind of in and out of the lineup. Didn't end up putting together a very strong fantasy day. If he's active, I'm still firing him up as a very, very strong start. At worst, like a high-end wide receiver two. Uh, next is going to be the Titans taking on the Texans. For the Titans, we have D-Hop with back-to-back not-so-great games. I do think he's a better play with Will Levis, so hopefully Levis can get healthy. But even if it's Tannehill, I still think he's a fine you know, wide receiver three flex option. For the Texans, this is definitely going to depend on the quarterback position. If C.J. Stroud is back, I think Nico Collins is a very strong start, and I think Noah Brown is a fringe option. If it's not C.J. Stroud and they're rolling with like Davis Mills, um, then Nico Collins would probably slide to a fringe option, and Noah Brown would be more of a uh, sit play for me. Um, Case Keenum, I guess also, same thing with uh, Davis Mills. And then looking at the Raiders-Colts matchup here, for the Raiders, Devontae Adams did not have a great fantasy day. I mean, just in general, you're not going to have a solid fantasy as a wide receiver if you don't complete a pass after the first quarter. So the Raiders pulled out the win, but obviously they weren't supporting Devontae Adams as a fantasy weapon. For me, still definitely firing him up as a uh, wide receiver too. I know this team wants to establish the run, but it's not every game you're just going to be able to control it with the run and end up getting a win. So Devontae Adams, still a nice wide receiver two option. Going to be sitting Jacoby Myers. This just isn't a situation where I want to be uh, relying on multiple pass catchers here, even though I do think Jacoby Myers is very talented. Then for the Colts here, it looked like Michael Pittman was going to be able to give it a go, clear concussion protocol, and then end up relapsing. So we'll see what his status is here heading into week 17. If Pittman's active, I'm firing him up. If he's not playing, would prefer to just kind of fade this uh, Colts wide receiver room. Looking at the Panthers-Jaguars matchup, for the Panthers, Adam Thielen with a nice fantasy day in uh, week 16. Bryce Young, pretty strong day passing. Big game out of DJ Chark. Not something I think is going to carry over here into week 17. So Chark's a set for me. Uh, Adam Thielen remains as like a wide receiver three fringe play. And then looking at the uh, Jaguars here, Calvin Ridley is going to be a start for me. Slow start in week 16, but he ends up you know coming together. I think it was six for 90 with two touchdowns. Obviously, you hope Trevor Lawrence is going to be healthy, but I think even without T-Law, he's probably still like right on the cusp between a start and a uh, fringe option. And then for Zay Jones, if Zay Jones can get healthy and Trevor Lawrence is back, I would give him consideration to be a fringe option just based on the volume he's seen over the past few weeks when he's been healthy. But if he's going to be somewhat limited, banged up, Lawrence is also banged up, then I'd probably just prefer to sit him. And I mean, if you made the championship in a normal size league, hopefully you do have a better option than um, Zay Jones at this point. Looking at the Rams-Giants matchup, 
For the Rams here, I mean, we're looking at a team with three very fantasy-relevant wide receivers. We've seen Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup both have big games together, um, so they're definitely going to be locked in starts. But Demarcus Robinson has really just kind of come out of nowhere, delivered four straight very strong fantasy performances. He's had at least an 86% snap share in each of his past three games. Um, like I said, four straight strong performances. 13 plus PPR points in each of those had his best game of the season on Thursday night, six receptions for 82 yards and a touchdown. think he's a viable wide receiver three at this point. Stafford's playing at a very high level. He's producing um, and his role is, seems to be pretty secure at this point, just based on you know what he's given you over the past four weeks. So he's going to be a fringe option for me. Nice wide receiver three. And then for the Giants here, going to be sitting Darius Slayton and Wandell Robinson. I know Slayton had the big touchdown, um, just not something I want to rely on week to week. Looking at the Cardinals-Eagles matchup for the Cardinals, I mean, this wide receiver room seems to have like fallen apart at this point. Hollywood Brown can't stay healthy. Even when he was healthy, he was very disappointing with Kyler Murray. Greg Dortch had the uh, best game in week 16, but definitely not going to be playing him here in what should be a pretty solid matchup against his Eagles pass defense. For the Eagles, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, those guys are locked into your lineup. A.J. Brown is a wide receiver one, and Devonta Smith as a wide receiver two. We're going to have a divisional matchup between the Saints and the Buccaneers. For the Saints, I like Chris Olave as a nice wide receiver two play, fringe wide receiver one at this point. Uh, for the Bucks, fire up Mike Evans. The dude just continues to get into the end zone, putting together a very, very strong season, and was just a massive bargain from where he was uh, you know, actually being drafted in your fantasy leagues. And then I'm going to have Chris Godwin as a fringe option. He was pretty much irrelevant for most of the season, had a decent start, completely fell off in the middle of the season. But over the past three games, he's commanded 11, 12, and then 11 targets. So he's been very involved averaging 16.6 PPR points per game over that stretch. And that's while only scoring one touchdown. So it hasn't been touchdown dependent. He's been very locked in with that volume. Baker's been rolling over the past few games. I think Godwin is a very strong wide receiver three here going up against the Saints. In the next matchup, we're going to have the 49ers taking on the Commanders. Tough overall game offensively for the uh, 49ers. I mean, Brock Purdy with four picks, five picks as a team. I'm still going back to the well on Debo and Brandon Ayuk. Really not overly concerned. I like this matchup here against the Commanders. I'd be pretty surprised if they didn't have a really nice bounce back in Week 17. For the uh, Commanders here, going to have Terry McLaurin as a fringe option. I have to imagine at this point that they're going to roll with um, Jacoby Brissett. I don't think you can bench your young quarterback in back-to-back games and then once again go back to him um, in Week 17. So assuming it's Brissett, I think McLaurin's a fringe option. It just seems like Brissett is the better quarterback at this point. And I mean, the one like huge boom game we've seen out of Terry was the game where Brissett came in and just fed him. So I think Terry's a fine, you know, wide receiver three option, going to be sitting Jahad Dotson and um, Curtis Samuel. In the next one, we're going to have the Steelers taking on the Seahawks. For the Steelers, I feel like Deontay Johnson and George Pickens both just kind of fill in in this like fringe category. Deontay Johnson coming off a really bad game, but he had been the better option in uh, previous weeks. George Pickens has the huge boom game. He has that type of ceiling. The weekly floor definitely isn't great, but maybe you know he's going to have a nice finish to the season here to his uh, second season. And then for the Seahawks, they definitely have three fantasy relevant wide receivers. I would still view DK Metcalf as the top guy here, but they're definitely not you know night and day difference between these guys. So DK is going to be a start for me as like 
back end wide receiver two. Uh, Tyler Lockett, JSN, both going to be wide receiver threes for me. Looking at the Chargers-Broncos matchup, a little divisional game here. Um, starting off with the Chargers, if Keenan Allen is healthy, I'm starting him. If he's not, just going to be fading this wide receiver room. So Joshua Palmer and Quinton Johnston. And then for the Broncos, uh, Cortland Sutton left the Week 16 game very early on. If he is able to return here in Week 17, I definitely think he's startable. If he's not able to return, I still think I'm sitting Jerry Judy. He really has just kind of been a bust this season. Very tough to rely on him, and I wouldn't want to pivot to him in my uh, fantasy championship. We're going to have the Bengals going up against the Chiefs. Uh, Bengals coming off a very tough Week uh, 16 game, but T. Higgins still had a very impressive performance, so I'm firing him up, assuming Jamar Chase misses another game. Uh, If Chase is back, you're definitely playing him, but I still think you're playing T. Higgins. And then Tyler Boyd, even as the number two target, he's going to be a sit for me. This Chief defense has been tough, just not someone I want to rely on this week. Looking at the Chiefs, Rasheed Rice continues to be the one wide receiver you want to be a part of. think he's a nice wide receiver to play. And then the final game of the week, Packers taking on the Vikings. For the Packers, to be completely honest with you, it is very tough to kind of navigate this wide receiver room at this point. Injuries have been very rough to uh, these wide receivers, all these young guys. Um, Christian Watson has missed the last three games with a hamstring injury. Jaden Reed missed this week 16 game with a toe and chest injury. And then Dontavian Wicks left week 16 with a chest. Um, I think it's tough to predict which guys are going to be healthy here, but I'd assume that Dobbs is at worst going to be like the number two target. Christian Watson could miss time. Reed can miss another game. Who knows with Wicks? So I think Dobbs will definitely be relevant this week as either like the number one target or the number two. If he's the number one target, um, so like all those dudes are out, I think he's a start. If he's the number two target, would be more of a fringe option. I just have Jaden Reed here as a start because I think he's earned that. If he is healthy, he would be a start for me. And then uh, for the Vikings, another team dealing with injuries to their uh, skill positions. Seems like Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson are both going to miss some time here. Justin Jefferson was going to be a start regardless, but I think KJ Osborne kind of steps up here as a potential fringe option, put together a really nice fantasy day in uh, week 16. So that's going to wrap it up for my uh, wide receiver start sits. Hopefully this gives you guys some initial thoughts on how to set your lineup at the wide receiver position here. Um, If you guys enjoyed the video, hit that like button, check out the running backs, quarterbacks, and tight ends. But thank you all for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.